What's going on, guys? And welcome to Live on Two Wheels. This is episode four, and in today's episode, I'm talking about Yamaha's new R7 that's supposed to be coming out, and Bo takes a nap. You gotta be freaking kidding me. It's like, is that it? Yes. Ha <laughs> ha. Who fixed it, boy? Who fixed it, baby? This guy right here. I don't even know what I did, <laughs> but I did it. Damn it. I want everybody to know. Episode four, right, Chase really fixed it. Hey. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey. No. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> guys, literally. Is anybody even still here? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! guys Holy welcome shit. to welcome to episode four of live on two wheels i'm chase on two wheels my co-host is Bo, and uh we're gonna talk about motorcycles at some point today now uh, you take my headphones off so. now you can take your headphones off uh so guys it has wow what a <laughs> what a period of time it has been thank you if you're still watching cheers <laughs> cheers to you man because uh Every stream, I, I would say this is the episode that we were prepared the most. We have been sitting here, I mean, not sitting here, but like we have been just like generally like prepping and stuff for like an hour. We were, we were basically trying to circumvent our own exhaustion by being super prepared. Right. We so typically the so this is this is episode four. The last three episodes has always been like the last 20 minutes is when we are throwing everything together. And today we did an hour. And then shenanigans still happen. I don't understand it. But welcome to live streaming here on YouTube. Um, so, uh, everybody, I know in the thumbnail we talked about the R7. We are going to talk about the R7 today. Trust <laughs> me. Um, but... Me and Bo may seem a little off, mm. and I wanted to kind of, I, I wanted to spend the first uh, little bit of the show talking about what this week has been, because we have had the craziest week I think we've probably had here in the shop, uh, and we're going to get talking about that, but before we do so, uh, you guys know that if you haven't done one of these live shows with us before, typically at the end of the show we uh we kind of scour the internet and find a moto vlogging channel that we kind of want to highlight but i've also noticed that i want to have more like live interaction with you guys because you know we, we have a show we're going to do the whole show but i do want to have a, a portion of the show that's uh a lot more like interacting and stuff so throughout today's episode if you guys have a moto vlogging youtube channel that you are a really big fan of and makes really good content and you think needs more eyes on them post them in the chat and uh what bo's going to be doing throughout the show is peeking at the chat and if he notices that uh somebody if he notices somebody a link uh to a channel he's going to click on it check out the channel as long as everything looks good um we're going to kind of go through some channels that you guys have seen like Bo and I are only two dudes, and we are barely functioning this time. So, uh, what we're gonna. Is there a playback here? Huh? I have some, like, weird error thing on my end. Oh my fucking lord. What? Look at, look at this. I mean, are you seeing yeah, it? Yeah, I'm seeing it. You're seeing it? Okay, it's fine yeah. then. It's no big deal. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you guys. Sorry, I'm, I'm all paranoid now that everything's ruined. <laughs> uh, it's, I shouldn't be paranoid, it's justifiable. Uh, so yeah, let and us know. And we thought the neighbor's jazz was going to be the problem. Oh, okay. So here's another thing. Hold on, we have a super chat. Let me let me check the super chat out real quick. I want to give some love to the people that love us. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Bjorn! You old geezer. It's like Steve Luthy one. I think Bjorn is. Yeah, who is Bjorn? I think of somebody in the chat saying they bought an R3 or an R6 because of a video you did. Oh. Uh, nice. They said they are 61 years young. Okay. Well, uh, on behalf of Steve Luth, uh, Bjorn, happy birthday, you old geezer. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, man. Much appreciated. Uh, the support is beautiful. Hey, I see my wife's uh, logo thing. I love when my wife is in here. It makes me feel so good. Um, Chase, call Moto on speaker before he calls you. Let him join. Dan, if I knew... If I knew how to get Moto in here, 
That would be perfect because one of the videos we're going to be talking about is from Moto. Also, it's less okay, for us to do. Okay, this is Moto Nasty. Hold on, hold on. We have Moto Nasty on the line. <laughs> this is about to be stupid. <laughs> hold on, Moto. Can you hear me? Moto Nasty, can you hear me? Oh my gosh, it's actually happening. Oh my God, you are <laughs> Moto. You are live on live on two wheels. You're live on live on two wheels. You're live on live on live on two wheels. Um. Okay. Oh, oh no. What so? <laughs> I, I did look at this. I did watch your video, and I do plan on talking about it. So, do you have anything about the R seven to tease people before we get to it later in the show? Uh, I think your title gives it away. It's not what you think. <gasps> oh, <laughs> do, do we have a bum 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 sound effect? <laughs> this is when we need to cue it really badly. <laughs> so that's your that's your tease. That, that's my tease. I cannot wait for you to tell everybody. Okay. Yeah. So here's the thing, though. My tease is for the people that haven't seen your video. Because <laughs> if they've seen your video, then it is not a tease at all. Yeah. No, that's okay. Okay. So we need a way of proving that you're the real Motonosity. Can you like, can you like tweet proof or no, I've, something? I've, I've been all up in the chat. Oh, okay. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, we, maybe maybe I need a maybe I need to be a super chatter. Oh, you don't have to be a super chatter. I don't even know what that is. So, <laughs> yeah, you do. What's the super chat? Oh, is, are these little messages? Okay. Hi. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You would think I'm a YouTuber and you'd think I'd know things, but you would all be wrong. Jokes on all of y'all. Okay. Well, thank you for calling in with your extra knowledge. Love if you. Uh, Bo says he loves you. And did I win the concert tickets? You did win the concert. You were caller 47. Woo! Missed opportunity for caller. So if you're watching the live stream and I say something ridiculous, feel free to call back in the R7 segment and argue with me because that would be hilarious. I would love to. Okay. Bo, can they hear Moto well? Is he coming through fine? I don't know. You don't know? We give up. I took okay, my Moto, headphones thank off. Thank you for the call, and I look forward to talking with you later. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> he loves you, but not me. Yeah, sorry about that, Bo. Um, okay, so if you guys don't know, Moto Nasty, another fellow YouTuber, he has a uh, R7 link or video on the R7. I have a link down below in the uh, thing. We can talk about it. I think we should address why we're so ragged. We're about to. I'm trying to get to the other super chat that our buddy Dan sent in. Dan, thank you for the super chat. Um, there you go. Moto <laughs> called me. I didn't even have to call him. The world is taking care of us today. Everybody, can we get a can we get a big breathe in? <laughs> And breathe out. If All I do right. that too many times, I'm going to nap. Yeah, don't do that. So, um, back to... So, we're going to talk about the R7 back half of the show. Stick around for that. Now, a lot of you guys uh, it, don't really know what's going on here. And that's fine because we film one week and we put the stuff out next week. Everybody, <laughs> the entire team... <laughs> is gone this week. Bo has been gone since Sunday, and he flew back in on yesterday. <laughs> that's, that's what my flight said. It's on yesterday. On yesterday. Uh, Luke and I flew out yesterday and rode back today. If you follow me on Instagram, at C2DubPics, uh, you might know what went down. Brian flew out yesterday, and he gets back tomorrow. So... We have found ourselves in this realm of all work related. I should point I know, that out. Everything's work related, but uh, I think something is happening with the motorcycle industry where, you know, the, the magazines of the motorcycle magazines, they've been like slowly dying for a little while. YouTube's been slowly rising, and I think we're finding ourselves in the crosshair of the motorcycle magazine and the YouTube scene are about even when it when it comes to uh manufacturers so when a manufacturer of indian yamaha blah 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 when they're considering their group of press people youtube is now a big deal and we're seeing more and more requests for covering bike launches we have a team of people so we're trying to handle that so i will say uh, you now have the have, floor, my friend. I will say now, having done, done two of these so close together, that I think part of that is correct. Um, I think the the ones that are left in the motorcycle journalist world 
are the ones who care about it the most. So it used to be motorcycle journalism was like this oversaturated market. The only ones that are left are the ones that do stuff like we do, where we put a lot into it. So there's less of them now. And now we are kind of starting to saturate in our side of the space. So there's more and more people making good quality content on YouTube, and right. it's kind of evening out. And there's a lot of cross-pollination, or at least there was in my experience at both of these. So it's like this weird, like we're at the cusp of a... Kind a of a, shift. a migration. Like, yeah, of, this weird thing going on. So, yeah. uh, so just to wrap it up in a bow. Hey, ironically, uh, Bo went out to the Indian Chief launch. If you guys remember, a couple episodes back, Bo went out to the FTR launch. It did something with Indian, made those people love him, and they requested <laughs> him to like go out to, to the know. Chief launch, <laughs> which is the bike he was super excited for. So he got back yesterday. Um, Luke and I got asked by Triumph to go to New Orleans to pick up two Tigers and ride them back to Atlanta. Basically, Triumph was like, uh, we're just going to get these shipped here. Or, if you want, we'll pick up the cost of flying you guys out to New Orleans and y'all can just ride them back. In which case, we were like, um, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Absolutely. Uh, so, Luke and I did that yesterday. So, that's why I'm exhausted. Bo ended up going on some camping trip. <laughs> like Bo, could you? I, I don't even. Bo, give him the give him the. I'll uh, give him the details. TLDR. Give him the deets. All right, so flew out back to Arizona this time in uh, Sedona, and it was a long ride to a campsite. And I camping is not really the word. It, it was they were yurts. It was a very hipster experience. Um, but we camped out, then rode back. I have to pause you real quick, Bo. If you guys notice the audio, we need it's... to address the audio before we get too far in. <laughs> uh, our issue today is what we thought was going to be our neighbor is doing something with saws and loud jazz, yeah. and then the rain is terrible right now. So if you guys notice weird audio, if it sounds like jazz, rain, or a giant saw or thunder, we can't control any of that. So, yeah. without further ado, Bo, is, continue it, your story. It is raining really hard right now. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know if you guys can yeah. hear because these are pretty good microphones. No. But Bo, I'll let you continue your story now. Uh, no, so it was, it was two days, two nights in hotels, one night camping. I also made a friend in the form of a random desert cat who crawled in my tent. And was making biscuits on my back. I'm gonna pretend when you say the things like desert cat, I'm gonna it's pretend that you were. Yes, it's like some <laughs> giant cat, and you were about to get eaten, but nobody. It, we don't even know what happened. Yeah, somehow you I, lived. I, it then curled up under my blanket in, on the crook of my knee and went to sleep and slept there for the whole night. I just want you guys to know, Bo goes out and does this giant thing, and that's the first story he told me when he got back. <laughs> so I don't know what that Dude, says about the no. Indian chief. Or what? One better. Blockhead posted, because uh, he's on Wave 2. Blockhead posted a story. That same campsite had a pig. A pig? A pig just walking what around. What kind of farm are you guys going it's to? It's no farm. It's a ghost town, son. Ghost towns. Okay. It was a ghost pig. So, uh, Bo, tell us about the, tell us, give your brief synopsis of the chief. What do you think about it? I have to be careful here. Oh, it, oh, dude. There you. is an embargo. Okay. Uh, but there are videos out there with information. Okay. Uh, I was excited going up there. I purposefully tempered my excitement so I could be objective. All of my expectations were massively exceeded. Okay. So is that that's basically all you can say safely? Yep, safely. Okay. You, and the, like, the videos and pictures are out there. The pictures on their site, they have it listed there. You can see the stats. You can see what it looks like. I think it looks great. Right. Okay. Especially, in, it looks better in person. I like Bo being a situation where he's the one where he's like, he's signed an NDA, <laughs> and he's just waiting on, he's probably got photos on his phone, but like, he's no, got you, the post So you can post those photos. Okay. But any of the stuff that they give you and your thoughts on it are embargoed. So, oh, so your thoughts are locked, and I, I don't even get. I mean, I get enough yeah, special, get but we can't. Okay, that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> so you had a good time. Indian did you well? Yeah. 
Okay, good to hear. 100%. Um, also, I do need to clarify, my wife is correct in the chat. Uh, rain is never bad. So just wanted to clarify and be legally correct on that. Rain is never bad. Um, yeah, I so, disagree uh, with that wholeheartedly. I do say that wholeheartedly. No, legit, dude, rain in a movie? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, so uh, this whole Triumph thing, uh, it kind of came out of nowhere with these riding of the tiger's back. And uh, I got to admit, I have always liked uh, cruise control on motorcycles. One of the reasons I wanted to get my MT-10 was because it had cruise control. And uh, these Tiger 850s had no cruise control, and we had a 500-mile journey to make. (laughs) And let me go ahead and tell you guys... uh, the first, you know, like, so if you guys don't know, the uh, Triumph Tiger is kind of like their upright kind of adventure motorcycle. They have a 1200, but they have a smaller 850, which you would think 850 would be a lot of power, but it felt really, it, it felt like the, a 650 class bike. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has very light handlebars. So our first, like, 200 mile stretch, because uh, the tank, uh, the gas tank can handle, like, I, th- I think we tested it and we got to like 150 miles. So we went like 150 miles and the handlebars are so light. My hands were just vibrating the whole time. <laughs> Luke has some sort of like magician trick where he was holding it like this or something. And he said that worked out really well, but I was the whole time, you know, trying, if you guys have ever ridden for a, a you know, an hour or so, you know that you try all these weird little hand positions to hold the throttle open I never found the right one. I got off the bike at a gas station, and I, I don't remember what the first thing I touched was, but I touched it, and I, I don't know if my hand was vibrating, but it felt like the item was just, like, shaking. Like, that's how my hand looked after uh, I got off of it. So um, it was a very cool experience. I don't know if it's the most I've ever ridden in a day, but it was really close at, like, 500. We actually we flew out of Atlanta that morning, and we rode back and got back at, I think, like 8.30 or something like that. So um, we recorded the whole thing. It's going to be um, – it will it might go live next week. we got to figure out what the schedule looks like. But that's what uh, was going down yesterday. So my whole body is just destroyed right now. Um, but it was fun. I now got like if you if you ask my wife uh she'll she'll tell you I've had this like bug to like go for a really long ride and if any of you guys have ever gone for a really long ride you know that like once you do one it's one of those things where like yeah I did it and then you're like I definitely did do it okay I don't need to do that for a while do you know what I'm talking about Bo has that ever happened to you where you go for like a really long ride and you realize after you went on it you're like you know what that happened, I'm good for a hot second that happened to me with uh, Matt and Downey and D-Link-Link-Q-Wish sure yeah so all of them like way back in the day we did a 12 hour ride 12 hours? yeah 12 hours nope. on a bike yeah I will say, okay, so I, literally right after I said that I'm, I'm good now that I've ridden 500 miles in a day, uh, I'm curious. Because Iron Butt Challenge is 1,000 miles one day, right? Mm-hmm. I want to do that. I want to do it like just like I went to the Dragon. I want to do an Iron Butt just so I can say I did it. I would the, the motorcycle choice, though, is so important. Hey, Dan Dan the Fireman's in the chat. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah. Look at us being popular and having cool kids in the, in the, in the party. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I want to know if anybody in the chat has ever done an Iron Butt Challenge, let me know. Because I want to know the strategy of that. Because I think if I had cruise control, I think I could handle it. Maybe. You've never done an Iron Butt, have you, Bo? No. Okay, cool. Just checking. Uh, by the way, this is, another, this is another reminder. You guys drop... Uh, motovlogging channels we should check out in the chat. Bo is going to be collecting those so we can uh, check some out at the end of the show. Um, I think I think what we might do is rock out the Tonnet ad spot yep. and then we uh, can start into this R7 stuff. I know a lot of you guys are really curious about that. Um, if you guys didn't know, this show is brought to you by Tonnet, and I'm about to click over to an ad spot that we recorded to show you guys how to submit videos here on the show that we can uh, answer questions at the end of the show. And if we answer your question, I will send you a $50 Revzilla gift card 
or uh, anything else that one of my sponsors is sending me that day. But this time, $50 Rosella gift card. So I'm going to click over to an ad and we get back. We will talk about this R7. What is it and why is it not what you expect? No. Click visual clickbait. I'm sorry. It's my job. I have to do that. But just so you guys know, I hate it more than you do. I promise you. All right. Ton it ad. Then we're back. What's going on, guys? So real quick, I'm going to show you guys how easy it is to submit your questions for the Live on Two Wheels show using the hashtag L2W. Just as a reminder, if you guys actually submit a video and we answer your question on the show, we will be sending you a $50 Revzilla gift card or one of the other prizes that we will get from one of our other sponsors. So I've got my phone recording really quickly. First up, we're going to go to the Live on Two Wheels Club over on Tonic. So once you get into there, you guys can see somebody submitted a video of their MT-07. We're going to hit this plus icon. We're going to hit the camera icon. Uh, take video. At that point, uh, we're going to be here in the app. We're going to swap places. This is me actually doing it. Hey, this is me and uh, Chase and Bo. What is your favorite motorcycle and why? Okay. And if, if we say use video, and then we go into this thing and we just say, you just, who can, who can share this post? You can put anybody, let's do only members, done. And at that point, I'm gonna hit a check mark. Now, I'm not gonna post it because I don't want to be selected to answer my own questions, but we want you guys to submit video questions so we can show them here on the show. And that's how easy it is to do that. So we look forward to getting some of y'all's video submissions over on Tonic. And uh, without further ado, we'll go back to the show. Boom. Thank you, Tonic, for sponsoring this show. We wouldn't be able to do it without you. I mean, we can barely do it with you. So, like, at least we can have a good time. You know what I'm saying? At least we have that. At least we have you guys here. Okay. Um, so, R6 is bye bye. Uh, if you guys don't know, I think my framing is, is a little too low. But if you guys see right here, that is an old head. If you guys have been watching my Chase on Tools YouTube channel for a while, you know that I have a very special place in my heart for R6s. So it was with a sad, sad heart that I heard a little while ago that Yamaha, along with Honda, you know, I was all like, oh, Honda's getting rid of their CBR 600 because nobody... <laughs> so is the storm being run by Honda or what? Did Stream hear that? Yeah, they did. Did you guys hear that? Because is everything still here? Oh my god. Okay. I will not mention the CBR 600 r anymore. Wow. Oh wee. my goodness. Okay. My chest just hurts. Oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway, um, if you guys don't know, I'll just shout out my own motoblog channel. <laughs> yeah, Cole. Cole, just comment it and we'll look at it later. You don't have to do a super chat, but I love you long time for doing it. Dan Dan the Fireman. Uh, we'll, we can look at Dan Dan's channel. We'll, uh, do, we'll do a channel review on Dan Dan the Fireman. Thank you for the super <laughs> chat, man. Um, okay, so it seems like we still have power, so that's cool. Uh, so if you guys haven't seen, Yamaha uh, announced that they are nixing the R6, which uh, I'm sad, but I honestly, I understand it. After I have spent like probably five years on a Yamaha R6, I get it. Uh, it's an amazing track weapon. It's not so great of a daily rider. It's actually a terrible daily rider, if we're going to be really honest. Um, so... I wasn't that surprised when I saw Yamaha say they were going to discon uh, discontinue the R6. I did think it sold enough to to keep it going, but uh, you know I'd already seen Honda uh, announce they were going to get rid of their CBR 600. So I was like, okay, so the industry is kind of moving in a direction. And then recently, I find out that Yamaha's doing an R7. Now. I imagine that a lot of you guys are probably like me and that initial thought process was, okay, you're just taking the 600cc R6 and you're giving it more CCs? That doesn't, I don't really see the point in that, but okay, whatever. Um, then I did my research 
and by do my research, I meant watch Modernosity's video, if we're going to be totally honest. Uh, but no, I, I did some, uh, I've read some articles and stuff like that. And the R6 is not, or the R7 is not just a bumped up R6. It is actually uh, a sport version of the MT-07. So if you guys know... Uh, you, everybody probably knows the R3 and the MT-03, right? Oh, my good God. Do we have a boat here? Do we have a boat? Because we may need it. I kind of want to move the camera around and show them because it's fucking insane. I'm so worried. Can you guys, can they hear the can rain? Can you hear the rain? Oh, my God. Uh, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to try to keep this going. I, I'm going to do everything I can. Hold on. Hexacomb, thank you for the thank you for the super chat. All super chats will be donated to the Build Chasing Chasing Bow a Boat Fund, and we will build some sort of flotation device, and we will grow out of this. Okay. Um, <laughs> Adam said it sounded like it did in the beginning of the stream. <laughs> hey. Okay. All right. We all know that the R3 and the MT-03 are essentially... <laughs> I'm trying to do this, man. I honestly I have opinions. People care about the opinions, and I would really like to let them know. I have a lot of experience in this department. <laughs> Damn it. Ugh. Okay. All right, it's settling down. It's settling down. We're going to make this. We all know the R3 and the MT-03, right? very popular motorcycles on Yamaha's side. They are basically the same thing minus some ergonomic changes. We confirmed that today, right? Ergonomics are the only difference. Yes, they're exactly the same. Okay. Bike. The R3 and the MT-03, the ergonomics, and when I say ergonomics, I mean uh, the R3, your body position is going to be a little farther over. Your feet are going to be tucked up. You're going to sit on that motorcycle differently than you sit on the MT-03. The MT-03, you're going to sit upright. You have handlebars up top. So the riding, if you rode both motorcycles, yeah, the engine characteristic would be the same. But the bike is going to react 100% differently because of that body position change. It's a huge deal. So the R7 is just like that for the MT-07. If you rode the MT-07, you ride the R7. This is all speculation, by the way. I haven't talked to my Yamaha guy. I've read some articles, so I have just as much knowledge as everybody else, except for one little extra thing that I'm going to add in a little while. Um, so if you don't know the difference in engine uh, types, it's understandable. I barely know differences in engine types, and it's only because I do all my first rides, so I, I know what different engines feel like. So the old R6 the track goddess that it is uh which it will continue to be uh is a inline four cylinder uh if you guys don't know what that means doesn't matter it basically puts a lot of the power of the engine at very high reps so if you're riding an r6 around and you go from zero to i don't know like six thousand reps or seven thousand reps the bike feels like a 300 it feels very slow and when you get up into that higher rev range, that bike becomes an absolute rocket. Now, this makes it hard to ride that motorcycle because you have to be very understanding of how the bike responds engine-wise, like engine power-wise. Because if you are in a higher gear and you treat that motorcycle like you're in a lower RPM, you're going to get in a bad spot really fast. So that is what the R6 used to be the r7 and coincidentally the mt07 has a parallel twin engine now a parallel twin engine is going to have a lot more even power throughout the rev range and it's going to be a lot torquier so you're going to like get jerked around if you yank on the throttle even at low rpms that major difference is the biggest deal with the r7 it's going to be an entirely different type of engine but that doesn't mean it's going to be slow. And a lot of people would probably think, you know, and it's totally understandable. I know when I started riding, you know, I would look at an R6 that has a 600, and then I would look at like a 650 motorcycle that had a parallel twin, and I was like, well, 650 is bigger than 600, so clearly the 600 is faster. 
That's not necessarily true. Um, it's more of just a, a different uh, reaction to your throttling that's that's going to be that. So the R6 is probably still going to be a better track vehicle, um, which is probably why Yamaha said that they're going to continue the R6 as track only. I don't know how far they're going to do that because if you're only making a motorcycle for track, I can't imagine you guys would, like Yamaha being you guys, I can't imagine they would do that for too long a period of time. Um, but, you know, so so probably like a year or so, we'll still be able to get the R6. I don't know how that goes with like you buying a motorcycle for the track only. I guess you just don't get license plate and stuff. Never done that before, so that'd be interesting to look into. But um, the... Wait, why are you laughing? Is something terrible happening? No, it's just it's chat. Oh, chat. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So the R7, totally different motorcycle. But based on my experience on the MT-07, I remember to this day, the first time I rode the MT-07, I came into it. It was when Nakeds were new. It was like, ooh, what's this new MT-07 thing going on? I rode it around, and I... That was the day. That was the motorcycle that I rode where it clicked in my head. I was like, okay, nakeds are about to be the next big thing. They are comfortable to ride. They have ample power to do whatever kind of stupid stuff you want to do. The only real downfall to a naked motorcycle versus a super sport is when you're doing something like highway riding and to an extent technical riding a super sport is going to be better doing a track day it's going to be better if you're up in the mountains but a naked bike you are going to be able to have a phenomenal time cracks drink oh i thought you were waiting on me do you have an opinion on what i'm saying i i think the i think that nakeds are the future of of like the mass purchased motorcycles well uh, more specifically it's that it doesn't have to be nakeds but nakeds right now fall under the like more commuter body position more comfortable can do multiple things including go to a track right um, well i think that the 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 days of like this happens every generation they'll these super sports go up in popularity and come down and it's because the age of riders fluctuates and so the as the consumer you know matures so does the brand and they'll change things up and bring them in they'll come back again at some other point and yamaha will be like oh, remember the r6 we're bringing it back and i then, no, i don't i don't know man yeah. so they 100 percent will uh, uh, we'll because see the, I, because the r7 this will be a point in time that we can go back to episode four of this and be yeah. like see you well so the r7 existed like in the 80s or something 1999 it was in 1999 yeah and it was a it was like a limited run like supposedly it's super rare right yeah so this is a callback everything these companies existed so long like pretty much all they do is callbacks it's the manufactured scarcity rule you take something away because maybe it's not as profitable, or maybe R and D is too expensive, or maybe it's you know not you know as popular as another thing. But then you let it you let it go for a little bit. People go, ah, you remember the R six, and then they'll start buying used ones and blah blah blah. And then a little bit later, they'll be like, hey, we're gonna bring the R six back. Instant hype button. I mean, okay, I I see what you're saying. You know, like take something like. They don't appreciate it, so take it away from them and then give them, give them, give it back to them later, and they'll appreciate it. But here's the thing that I think is happening. I think the I, I don't remember what year MT07 I rode, but when I rode that and I realized how the vast majority of us don't do track days. Track days are not that popular, okay, compared to how many people are actually riding, and the types of riding that everybody is doing these days is more conducive to naked bikes. So I think when I rode the MT-07, I realized how much fun I could have riding like I do, like just around town, chilling, like going here and there or whatever. That bike is perfect for that. And that's why I enjoyed it so much in my video. But I also rode relatively recently, it was towards the end of last year, I rode a Honda CBR650R. Now, that bike is an inline four, so it, it's not really a direct comparison to what we're talking about with the R7. Um, but I do look at that motorcycle as a, as a close competitor to the R7 because 
what we're basically having is you can have your upright motorcycle that's uh, the naked bike and it's really comfortable to ride around. It's great for the vast majority of the situations you're going to be being in. But there's always going to be those people that want the sportier looking thing. And there's a lot of people, you know, justifiably that don't like the way the naked bikes look. I know, I surely know that the MTO, the MT-10 has a ton of people that are like, that looks ugly. And then you have the other half like me, they're like, Decepticons are freaking amazing. Uh, but then, you know, naked bikes aren't for everybody visually. But you throw some fairings on a motorcycle, you put maybe the uh, ergonomics towards it or of it with the rider a little far leaned forward and you put yourself in a little more of an aggressive body position, I think that would be a phenomenal bike that would be great to ride around town, but it's still capable on the highway. You know what I mean? Not on the highway, but like technical riding, track days and stuff like that. It's it's honestly more of a body position thing that gets you prepped up for technical riding necessarily or as compared to something like the the engine, at least in my opinion. Um, a lot of, or I think all of the track days I've ever done have been on an inline four. So I've never actually done a track day with a uh, parallel twin. But one of the things that was always so complicated with the R6 when I would do track days on that thing is, you know, like this is after I've had ridden a, the R6 a lot. You have to have your throttle and your RPMs perfect if you want to negotiate turns correctly. And that stuff's complicated. Whereas you put a parallel twin in and you have grunty power all over the place, it almost becomes an easier thing to ride because if you're not, if you're leaned over in a turn and you need more power, but you're not in the right revs and you, you can't click up to another gear, it just makes it really complicated to ride. And I think switching to switching the R7 to a like the MT07 aggressive counterpart, I think more people will buy that. Because I had a really good time on that that CBR650, um, which is like the kind of middle class sporty thing. So I think the sport class of motorcycles is just going to, I don't want to say tone down, but it's going to be a more like easier ride than the super sports of old. You know, the CBR600, RR, and the, the R6. But that's going to make them more enjoyable to ride in the majority of places you're going to be riding them. You know, you're we're not all Valentino Rossi. We don't know how to ride at a ridiculously high level so all right we're gonna address something now because chad is noticing that there's oh a severe lack of me oh okay yeah so i'm sorry i got no, on no, a, no. i it's got because, on a pedestal it's because i i don't have any horse in the race like this is not my kind of riding and i've been on an r6 and it's the most uncomfortable bike i've pretty much ever ridden you, on. Are, you know you know what you have you have more of a stake in this game than you think so your FZ6R yeah was a street, was a like commute it's like a it was like a fairinged naked version of the R6 same motor down tuned a more upright position uh you know moto style like cro uh, motocross style bars yeah uh that's very similar to, like that's that's more similar to yeah. the R the what the R7 will be than what I've ridden if the R7 isn't like the R3 is to the MTO3 because if the R7 is to the MTO7 as the R3 was to the MTO3 they're going to have hard kickbacks you know a more aggressive seat it will no the R7 will definitely be more aggressive yeah. than your FZ6R for sure but as far as a sporty like middle area that's that's that comparison so you you have more uh so when they brought over the uh the FZs Right, FZ was the uh, American version of uh, bikes that were in the UK and stuff like that already, and that they tried it, and then they were like, I think it was the MTO lines. The MT lines were already in the UK, and then they were like, okay, well they're not doing as well. Then they started looking at just bringing those bikes over because the the bike that was the FC6R overseas was a non-fairinged bike. It had like a little mini fairing and stuff like that. Right. Did really well over there. They f put more fairings on it, brought it over here. Didn't do that well. Well, then they brought, they just said screw it and brought those bikes over and they've right. been selling like hotcakes. See, this is the interesting thing. So I wonder if they're the if this is going to be a more like street oriented sport bike or if it's going to be 
the replacement for the R6. No, I I protest that it's going to be a more uh, ten, comfortable ten sport. Ten, oh God, Moto, call back real quick, and you can tell me. Uh, you can argue with me uh, anything I just said. Um, crap, and we still got to pick. Well, wait, do well, you have? I, I submit we go a few minutes late because of the, the issue we had. Oh yeah, we did. Time to go through some. Right, Moto's gonna call. We'll. Uh, or I assume he's gonna call. I'm just making assumptions at what he's gonna do. Dan, thank you for the super chat. Um, I honestly think that this is this is the way. This is the way. This it is the way. this is the way. Uh. It's just the the R6 is not for mass market and Yamaha's a company that needs to make money. And if you can make a motorcycle, if you can make one power plant, right, the MT-07 engine, if you can put that in a sportier platform, I would hope they would tune it differently so that it makes power a little differently. I don't want to see a MT-07 counterpart exactly. Motor Nazi calling in, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on. Motor Nasty, you're live on the air with live on two wheels. Hey, hey, hey. You're actually the, you're now the number one person that's called in the most on this show. Oh, wow. That, that's a lot of pressure. You're also the only person that's ever called into this show. <laughs> and we have a it. A win is a win. A win, a win. A win is a win. So, now I'm just crashing parties. And now you're just crashing parties. Okay, so <laughs> I assume you've been in the stream the whole time. Yeah, so, yeah. what, do, do you think this is a good move? On Yamaha's part, or do you need a Purell wipe for how upset you are? So, I, I know a lot of people were probably hoping that Yamaha was going to release something that was more powerful because you got a lot of other companies that are putting out, you know, um, middleweight super sports. Um, you talking about the RS660? Like Aprilia, you got the Chixer 750, you have um, Ducati with, you know, the 959 or the, the V2. Right. Um, but Yamaha has never really, at least not recently, entered into that upper middleweight tier. Right. Um, and I, I just don't see them doing it. Um, even, I, I think you guys mentioned before, um, maybe both said uh, something about, you know, doing this and then coming back with an R6 later. Right. And I just don't, like, or not an R6, but, you know, a sequel to the R6 that's right. a, a higher CC class. And I just don't think, think it makes sense for them because I don't think they're pushing the boundaries of pushing the R1 higher. And if you were to release something that was a higher middleweight, it would compete directly with the R1 and it would just be way too close in price. Well, so uh, the interesting thing that I've, uh, like having the relationship I have with Mountain, uh, Mountain Motorsports is the people I do my first rides with. So I've talked to them about this and they say nobody buys 600 Super Sports. If, you, if they buy a Super Sport, they either buy an R3, which is technically in the Super Sport class, and the, or they buy a 1000. Like, nobody buys the 600s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, for Yamaha specifically, I think this is a really, really good play because you've had that price on the 600 class creep up and up and up to the point where if you're spending that much money on a Super Sport when a buyer is looking at it they're not thinking of oh well the 600 is a more reasonable bike for me to buy so i should buy that one yeah that person's not that, that person's not making a i'm gonna make the reasonable situation they're buying a motorcycle that is built for track use and they're never gonna do a track day not never but you know some people some will but the vast majority of the people that buy those bikes are not doing track days so they're right. not they're already in the position of doing something that doesn't make sense so right so for Yamaha, I think it's a really good play because they're essentially taking that middleweight class. And although this isn't a true super sport, they're filling the void that they're leaving with the R6 and automatically slashing the price on it for the buyer. And so all of a sudden, these people who used to buy the 600 because it was actually an affordable um sport bike option right. will now have that option again because it's going to be another $8,000 bike instead of a twelve dollars to $13,000 bike. This is a good point that, to make. My MT-10 brand new costs the same as a brand new R6. So I just want you guys to sit on that for a second. You can get an MT-10 or you can get an R6. Now granted the MT-10 is by far the best money for a motorcycle you can get on the market right now but that doesn't make sense. Nobody should make a reasonable decision on, I'm going to get an R6 over an MT-10, in my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to tell you this, and I, we'll go ahead and put this on the record now. 
Yamaha's going to make this change. The, uh, the MT-07 engine is fully capable. If you are in a sport position and you know how to ride, you can get in plenty of trouble on that. And I am going to say it right now. More people are going to start riding sport bikes, sport, technical. I, I'm sure it's <clears> going to be the class. But more people are going to keep riding those because I can imagine somebody starts out on an R3 and then they go ride an R6 and they get the shit scared out of them. And then they like totally go away from the sport class. But if you have somebody that is on an R3 and then they go up to an R7 now, that person is going to stick on that bike far longer because the bike's going to be more easily to ride and enjoyable to ride as opposed to the freaking Jekyll and Hyde rocket ship that an R6 can be. The Jekyll. The Jekyll and Hyde. The Jekyll and yeah. Hyde. I know, I know some people in the chat are making the point that um, it, the uh, MT-07 and an R7 are a better play um, globally. And I'm not no expert on licenses and what, you know, what class will reach different things. Um, but people made the same point when Kawasaki came out with the Ninja 400. Um, because essentially... My, my thoughts on the 400 at the time were if you want that kind of bike and you want to spend that amount of cash, you might as well buy something like uh, like a, a CB, um, not a CB, uh, um, what's, the, what's the Honda 500? Is it the, the it's CB a CBR, five, a CBR 500. Um, like something, something like that that's, you know, got more power um, or the 650 class. Um, right. has more power and has better, you know, suspension setups and whatnot. But what the 400 did was allow people to essentially get the maximum that they could while reaching under the limits that they had for licenses and restrictions and things like that. Right. It's like a... That, so I don't know what, what meets what. Right. Um, but that's a fair point. Um, but I think the biggest benefit that Yamaha, Yamaha has with releasing this is it really streamlines their production because now they have so many more bikes that will essentially be on the same production line aside from... The, you know the final stages of the build right. when they're kitting it out with plastics, forks, things like that. Exactly, um, and like the R7 is going to cost more than the MT-07. I would almost, I would almost bet my YouTube channel on that because that's how the R3 and the MT-03 are. But even if it's a thousand dollars more, you're still going to be getting, you're going to save four thousand dollars on getting a sport middle class. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like the consumer's going to win by them consolidating production into you know just focusing on like the mt07 already sells like hotcakes so like people already clearly like the engine so like i don't know it just seems like a it, it seems the right way to go i totally understand it having ridden an r6 for like five years that bike if you're not on the track or riding technically it sucks like it looks cool looks amazing but yeah. right uh, you've owned an r6 like you understand that right if you're not hauling balls it's not a good bike to have yeah, I mean, it's the same, it, 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 it's one of the big reasons that, you know, I spent, I, my first R6 was stolen, uh, as you have experienced with. Oh, so, convenient. <laughs> What's that like, Chase? You copycat. My first R6 <laughs> for like four months, and so I always wanted to get back on an R6, so that's why I ended up buying the 2017. Um, I kept that bike for a couple of years, and I probably would have been over it anyways, but yeah, it was for that reason that I went back to um, a leader bike, because just on the street for general cruising, it's a lot more nice to ride a leader bike than it is a 600. Right. You don't like riding around just at, you know, 60, 70 miles an hour and it's screaming at you? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a little <laughs> bit rough. It's a little bit rough. Well, we appreciate your opinions. Uh, everybody, this is Motonasty. He has a much more in-depth video. I highly recommend you going to his channel. There's a link in the description. Thanks for calling in, bud. Yeah, I appreciate the time. Uh, yeah, Bo loves you too. Will you please tell Bo you love him so he stops <laughs> being upset? Bo, I love you so much more than Chase. Well, we did, that's just uncalled for. <laughs> I needed that. All right, now I'm hanging up on you. Goodbye. Bye. Um, so, yeah. I'm hanging up for him if you tell him. <laughs> okay, so I know you guys have not got a lot of Bo in this video. Hopefully you guys have a better understanding. Oh, I, the one more thing. Before we throw it to Bo to talk about other channels, I got uh, a message from my Yamaha guy. I hope I can say this. I hope I don't get a message from Yamaha. Do it. Um, okay. I was talking to my Yamaha guy um, who was apologizing to me that he didn't, he wasn't able to get us out to the MT-09 launch, which can we all just take a second and appreciate that? 
that a Yamaha, a guy that works at Yamaha messaged me personally and said, hey man, I'm really sorry we couldn't get you out to the MT-09 launch. I wanted to, I just didn't have enough time and resources. How cool is that? We've made it, boys and girls. Anyway, in that email, he was like, also, what's your schedule look like in May? Because we are holding a bike launch at a track locally, and I'm going to have you out for it. You guys tell me in the chat what other motorcycle is Yamaha launching that they would want to do so on a track. Side note, if it's the if it's the MT09 SP, I'm not going to be mad, but I got some spidey sense going on and I think it might be the R7. <laughs> That's early though. May is quick. Yeah. May is not going to be long from now. But if you think about it, if Yamaha has already built up what how do we have to change a motorcycle to make it from a naked to a sport? They really don't have a lot of work to make the R7 a thing because they already have the platform in the MT-07. That's all I'm saying. If it's the R7, I'm going to have you guys a video so damn fast. Tracer 900 GT. Bro, I still wouldn't be mad. Are you kidding me? This is a win-win right now. Uh, side side note, I, I got two options. I either have to lose a lot of weight or I have to buy a new tracksuit. Those, <laughs> those are what I got to do. I guess do. you're going to RevZilla. <laughs> No, I'm losing this weight. I'm losing it. You guys, you guys stay on me. I'm losing it by May so I can fit into my old track suit. If I, what about this? I lose the weight so then I can buy a new track suit that is the same size as my old one. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're at the end of the show, guys. Typically we end by now, but because of the technical issues, I do want to get to Bo. So he, do you have people, the people's channels we can check out? Uh, I got a couple, a couple of uh, of them. Hold on one second. Okay, so I'm gonna copy this link. Okay, I'm gonna put it in the show notes. Okay, you've got those open. I, I do have the show notes opened right now. Um, so, guys, for y'all that don't know, we always end the show by showing you guys some. This uh, this YouTube one is Fast Lane D. Hold on, let me. I'm gonna pull it to you. You talk. You give us a brief intro, and I'll be pulling. Their no, that's channel. it. That's the intro. Oh um, wow! Th this video, I, I haven't had a chance to poke through most of the videos. You're on, keep, bud. Keep in mind, okay, that when we post these uh, uh, vi videos, we're not saying that like we su like support the content or anything like that. Their thoughts are their own. I just like the video. This is the video that came up. So they may kill kittens in another video. Just be prepared that that's not reflective. Of the Chase on Two Wheels channel. This is making me nervous for this video. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. Be, be, you know, make your own decision on whether or not you want to watch the Oh, wait, is this involved. video only a minute and 30 seconds? Yeah, it's the, it's the one that shows up on the homepage. And it, Can we, so we, are we, are we allowed to watch the whole thing? I don't know. All right, uh, hold on. Let me put it on the, the browser pull up and then, uh, Cool. <laughs> Transition. All right, Bo. This so we have who are they? Fast Lane D. Yep, and I think it's a good video that showcases the kind of style of the videos you can expect from them. Okay, or, so or at least they put a lot of effort into this one video. We're gonna okay, so we're gonna try watching this one video. Uh, I don't know how the audio is gonna be, guys. Oh wait, can they hear us? Why do you say that? Wait, audio gone. I don't know. Did you s transition? Yeah. Because there's no uncheck, uncheck. Why is there no audio here? Did you go to browser pull up? No. -uh. But I mean, I'll go back to live. Live, and then now they gotta hear you. Don't, you were in browser pull. Up. Oh, I messed that up. Yeah, My yeah. bad. Okay, yeah. hold on, guys. Fixed. All right, get it back to your chair. They can hear us now. Hurry. Oh my God. Sorry about that, guys. I've, I'm, <laughs> I'm done. Not that that's surprising any of you guys. Uh, okay, so this is uh, Fast Lane D. You guys are going to have to let us know if the audio is good or not because this we're still new to this shit. I think you'll have to crank it up on the uh, video. Okay. All right, so here we go. Let's see what they're all about. Some like cinematic music and Fun stuff. Fact, I can't hear anything, but I'll I'll just I'll uh, enjoy it audibly. 
Okay, so we got some cute Panagalli's oath now. Oh, good God. Don't do that. Moto, I'm looking right in your face. <laughs> oh, snap. Got that drone work, son. Yup. This is showing what you can get out of a drone, man. You'd be surprised. The little drones are pretty awesome. The little drones are... Oh, snap! Bro, I've never seen more drone work in a mm -hmm. motorcycle video. My goodness. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like I so said. we got... I, I, the thing I take away the most out of this video is drone work. Yeah. If anything. I don't know if all of their videos are like that, but that one caught my eye. Okay. You know, I gotta be I've gotta be honest. Those are some flashy bikes. Mm-hmm. And to only have three thousand views, I would expect more. Let's see what, like so they got ten K subs? Yeah. Yep. What so, are they what else are they into? Let's see. Alright. Oh wow. So they're working it, man. Look they got the thumbnail game down. They make a lot of content about a Panigali. Holy crap. Oh, I should probably I should probably talk about the Panigali real quick because I totally teased that on Instagram. Sorry if you got clickbaited about that. Uh, that beautiful thing over there, we borrowed it to make a ceramic coating video. And uh, I realized how good a Panigali looks in the garage. Like, that's probably the best bike that we've had on the lift. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh God! Fucking what? Cole. What? Cole can ride. Cole can ride. He just said that to talk. <laughs> you guys aren't on Tonnet. You really need to be. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Lord. Okay. <laughs> Look at this idiot talking about black. Bro, so I, I don't know if Fast Lane D uh, watches uh, watches us, but the video we watched. This one, that it's, thumbnail... It's, it's worth a check bro, on the channel to see if it's your style. That thumbnail needs to be how they do all their thumbnails. Yeah, like, yeah. That one stands out so much. Solid. Nice job. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do like that you mentioned, Bo. Uh, you know, guys, we don't have... We don't spend days researching these people. We show you... We just show you a video. We are now vouching for them, all of their content... Uh, we are vouching for the quality of that video that we watch, though. There you go. Because We're we putting do, our name behind we, the one We video. generally, when we show, this is kind of like a, a different format, but when we do this, when we find one, we both sit and watch the content and then sometimes poke around at some of their other videos to see if it's consistent. Because we care about like people who care about what they're doing. So right. at the very least, the videos that we looked at will have those qualities attached to them. Right. Um, so yeah, guys, if you guys want to check out Fast Lane D, looks like um, looks like a lot of Panigale content, which is uh, pretty cool. You don't see a lot of people, at least in the YouTube space, with Panigales. So um, that's pretty neat. The one we have behind us is a V4S, by the way. Yep. And my goodness, it's actually the same one I first started a few weeks ago. Um, and he's based in Atlanta? No, somebody else. That's somebody else. There's no way that... Okay. Um, okay, so now... Do we have um, an answer to we do answer? We do have... What's that? Do we have an answer to answer? A question to answer. We have oh a question God. to answer. It actually... And they use the hashtag, so now we know it works. Okay. Good. This is great. Jared, H92. <clears throat> On Tonnet. On Tonnet. With the hashtag L2W. So, nice. What is your favorite piece of motorcycle gear? Motorcycle gear? Mm-hmm. Ooh. That you own. Oh, I have to own it. Okay. Oh, Fastlane D is based in Atlanta, by the way. No way. What are the odds of this? Yeah. That's what a what a great circumstance. Yeah. All right, favorite piece of motorcycle gear. Yeah. That you own. I'm gonna I'm gonna add that to it because we can go on a long list of, of oh things God, that we I want, know, right? But that you own. Okay. Um. Oh my gosh. Honestly, if I'm or do you want me to go ahead? Are you thinking? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, this might sound cheesy, but if I'm thinking about gear, it's honestly going to be the uh, Cardo. 
because uh, so I have a Cardo Pack Talk Bolt. If you guys don't have a Bluetooth unit on your helmet, it basically allows you to listen to music or talk to your friends uh, while you ride. And having some sort of Bluetooth device on your helmet will change the way you ride. So if I was to pick one thing, I think I would have to pick a, a Bluetooth device. And right now, Cardo's Pack Talk, uh, I have the Pack Talk Black on there. That thing is industry leading, and I love it long time. Uh, so that I would have to pick that, man. What about you, Bo? Uh, hands down, my vest. Anybody that's uh, like met or ridden with me knows that I, I'm in that vest all the time, and it's because at first glance it looks like your typical like biker douchebag cut with all the patches and stuff. But then right. when you get up close, it's all video games and sci-fi stuff. Really? Yeah. I need to take a closer look at your vest. And the name patch, it says WBR, and underneath that, it says production crew. You have shown me that, and that is pretty freaking cool. But the back patch is um, the Lost from GTA. I've got, like, Stargate Atlantis. I've got uh, the Mandalorian crest, the Fett family crest. You Uh, are such a nerd. I've got the uh, Brotherhood of Steel flag where the American flag normally goes on on a cut. It's my favorite thing and it's a really good quality vest. A guy that I rode with at the Indian launch is going to send me a new vest. Do you want to talk about this real quick? Since uh, this stream has been very not a lot of money. I'm going to give him a shout too. let Let me pull them up. Because I'm going to give them a shout. I think it's Doomed NYC. Yeah, Doomed, D-O-O-M-E-D, NYC, on um, on Instagram. And she does, like, leather work and stuff. And she's made this, uh, this vest that has this crazy, like, the buttons come straight up. And at the top, it hooks in. And so the last button is like an old aviator jacket, but it's kind of a swoop, like a sail pattern. It's pretty awesome, and I think that we're going to try to get one out here to test it out. Oh, wait. Um, do they look? So, uh, I want to be part of the... Um, hold on. Let me put it back on you. Is That's not going to focus. Cause that's not going to focus. That, this one might... No. It, this, you can kind of see it. Yeah, you can see how that button comes across. So, I want to be part of the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride this year. Yes. Do you think that would be distinguished enough, gentleman enough to ride in? I don't know. If it, you guys don't know, uh, it is a it's, it's, it is a nice looking vest. Distinguished gentleman ride is, is some a cool ride that uh, hap- I think it's globally, and it's to help men's prostate awareness or something like that. So I want to be a part of it this year. Um, never had the opportunity. I'm going to try to borrow a bike from Triumph and see. Like I want some like crew like cool old retro thing by the way dan thank you for the super chat i i will not keep eating like i currently am but i i do appreciate you uh allowing me to borrow your soup um okay i think oh wait uh but we can post a link to that vest stuff in the in the show i'm description stuff i am pulling it up now cool um so guys uh we're 13 minutes over it's officially the longest stream we've ever done <laughs> But uh, it was because of all those technical issues from the get-go. I think that's all we got here, guys. I could could literally talk all day about the R7. Um, I might make a whole other video just talking about the R7 just so I can just get it all out there. Uh, But I think that's the end of the show. Bro, uh, bro, 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 bro. You got anything anything else to add? Uh, No, I am... am What's the word I'm looking for? Exhausted, uh, tired, done. No, apathetic dead. to the R7 entirely. You're a- really? Yeah. Okay. Unless I- unless it comes out and it is like a street version, just like the FZ was, and I don't care. I'm I I I'm done with super sports or sport bikes. Okay. I like I like comfort over anything else. Here's what's gonna happen, guys. I'll go ahead and tell you. Uh, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna, whenever the R7 comes out, I'm gonna talk with Yamaha. I'm gonna make sure we have an R7 here in the shop for a little while. We're gonna see 
if we can convince Bo that that <laughs> bike is going to be a good bike because I can already tell you it's going to be Yamaha is putting out too high quality of stuff for them to waste time on something that they don't think is going to be amazing. <clears throat> I'm betting if we can get one here in the shop, we're going to get Bo convinced that the sport class is about to get a big old shot of adrenaline. Um, so thank you guys see. for hanging out for the, the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. If you guys did miss part of the show, these episodes do go live. <laughs> it's probably live. best anyway. It's probably the best anyway. Um, so you are able to watch and listen to this show after the fact. Uh, that goes live on YouTube. Uh, they, it probably has to process, and then it goes up on the channel. But uh, we're also on Spotify currently, and we're working on getting this in a podcast form to other social media platforms. So uh, we're working on that. I'll let you guys know. I'll update you as we go. And... Uh, yeah, thank you guys for hanging out. I'm good. No cashews for me. Uh, also, if you guys would be interested in Heather being part of this, Heather's my wife. She's been in the chat. Uh, I think her username on here is Miss C2Dub, right? Yep, Mrs. C2Dub. Yeah, so if you guys want to see Mrs. C2Dub, we've been kind of talking about having her in here. Uh, we wanted to have her in a couple weeks ago, but we had some issues uh, timing-wise, and we weren't able to get her in here. But um, I think she would be a good asset to have. If anything, just to give us a female perspective on the stuff we're talking about. So, uh, you guys let us know in the chat if you would like to see Mrs. C2Bin here. I know I would. So, yeah, that's all we got for episode four, guys. Thank you guys for sticking around. And uh, make sure to hit the like button if you're uh, watching it live or after the fact. I'm Chase on Two Wheels. My co-host is this guy, Mr. Bo. Bye, guys. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> we've been live on two wheels guys and we will see y'all next week next thursday 5 p.m eastern standard time who knows and for at least 45 and seconds of audio problems let's uh let's uh, let's hope we can have some consistency let's just make that part of our show consistency yeah just screw up the entire beginning of just it. An- audio problems every, every single time okay is there just real quick? Is there any way to have like perfect consistency? Would we have to build a machine and only use it for live streaming? Is yeah. that the only way to get it? Yes, and it would be a PC. It would have to be a PC. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, <laughs> hey, how about this? How about this? We're on episode four right now. If we keep rocking this out through episode ten, we'll. I'll, I'll, we'll we'll build a PC. We'll see how it goes. What about you hear, that? You hear that, boys? Yeah. I mean, you know, we've got people we'll in them. here supporting we'll us on, on the chat and shit like that. So if the chat wants it, the chat can get it. So we'll see. We'll see. And where just we're, in time for the rain to come back. And so. now the rain's coming back. Okay, cool. We're out of here, boys. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys for watching. We love you guys a long time. You guys are really special and amazing. And don't ever forget that. Make sure you love rain, and I'm going to see if I ruin the stream by clicking an outro button. Chase, your son said, where the hell are you? Tell Oreo I will be home soon, my love. Goodbye. I'm just going to sit here for a second so you can enjoy Bo. This is what I this is what I deal with every single day. How do you have this much energy? I had cashews. Okay, I want to go see my wife. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.